He's lit. He's viral. What's your name? It's Lionel B from the Lionel B Show. What's up, peeps, and welcome back to the Lionel B Show podcast, man. This is episode 11. Now, man, what is going on in the world, man? We got the, you know, one of the, the legends of hip hop, like one of the most integral legends of hip hop. Right now, it's currently being sued for child sex trafficking. Boys at that. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Crazy stuff, man. Now, Afka Bambada, he's actually one of the legendary hip-hop artists from the 80s, was recently served in connection to a lawsuit filed against him and the Zulu Nation. Now, the explosive lawsuit is claiming that the disgraced hip-hop pioneer sexually abused and repeatedly sex trafficked a 12-year-old boy to other deviant adult males in exchange of money for four years. Now, child sex trafficking, by definition, refers to the recruitment, harboring, transportation, provision, obtaining, patronizing, or soliciting of a minor for the purpose of a commercial sex act. Now, the lawsuit was filed in Bronx Supreme Court by a now adult male who was identified simply as John Doe. According to the suit, the alleged victim claims that the child sex abuse and child prostitution took place was in Bombada's Bronx River apartment, which doubled as also the Zulu Nation's headquarters. Now, John Doe's lawyer filed the lawsuit on August 4th, 2021, 10 days before the August 14th deadline of the Child Victims Act. His Attorney Hugo Ortega explains the nature of the action, saying the CVA opened a historic one year, one time window for victims and survivors of childhood sexual abuse in the state of New York to pursue lapse claims. Prior to the passage of the CVA, each plaintiff's claims were time barred the day they turned 22 years old. Now, in 2016, Troy Star Terrain had an interview with a Zulu Nation member who said he was sexually abused by Africa Bambada and other Zulu Nations while he was in the ninth grade. Now, this began a litany of allegations on Terrain's show against Bambada as more and more alleged victims came forward. Now, some of the stories from the members, uh, there was one guy named Ron Savage. He basically grew up in a poverty-stricken Castle Hill section of the Bronx in the 70s. On the streets, gang violence was a fixture of day-to-day life. At home, he lived in fear of his dad, a drunk who terrorized him and his sister and abused their mother. Now, one of the few respites he had was the neighborhood hip-hop party thrown regularly at the center, a community space in the Bronx River houses. Now, DJs played breakbeats from soul, funk, rock, and Latin records while b-boys danced and MCs rhymed. The parties drew in droves of people, especially teenagers, and it was one of these parties in 1979 that Savage met Africa Bambada, the mysterious and eccentric visionary who, alongside DJ Cool Herc and DJ Jazzy J, is considered one of hip-hop's founding figures. A longtime resident of the Bronx River Houses and former warlord of the gang, the Black Spades, Bambada, among others, identified the four pillars of the Nassist subculture b-boying emceeing, DJing, and graffiti writing, later adding to it a fifth knowledge. In a few years, he would release Planet Rock, widely credited with launching him and Universal Zulu Nation, the hip-hop and African-American advocacy organization he conceived of in 1973 to international startup. 
Now, today, the Zulu Nation counts hip-hop royalty like Nas, Lil Wayne, and Big Boy as affiliates, in addition to younger rappers like Joey Badass and Freddie Gibbs. Now, acclaimed TV series The Get Down, not to mention countless documentaries and a recent showcase at Cornell University, credit Bambada with uniting a divided neighborhood, offering a way out of gang life, and also helping to launch a movement that would place african-american art forms at the center of global pop culture now savage came out he says to me he was cool he was like god it was like this is the guy i had always heard about everybody knew who africa bambada was back then now savage actually immersed himself in this new world he began carrying records to parties for bambada's partners dj jazzy j he loved how bambada gave him and the other neighborhood kids special attention and remembers how the DJ would buy all the kids burgers from White Castle after getting paid for a gig. He indicated he was a father figure to me. He looked up to him, someone doing something positive. He looked at him as a role model because the role model I look up to in my house was an alcoholic. I used to see my father always arguing and fighting with my mother and I didn't see that in Bam. So that's how I had the attachment to him. Now Savage said the attachment brought him very close, way too close to Bambada. In late March, Savage made headlines when he became the first of a series of men to accuse Bambada in the media of sexual abuse. In back-to-back interviews, first with controversial radio host DJ Starr on his YouTube channel, The Star Chamber, and later in New York Daily News. He graphically described how Bambada allegedly molested him when he was just 15 years old. Now, since his accusations came out, at least three more men have accused Bambada of sexually abusing them when they were teenagers. Meanwhile, Bambada is at large and his whereabouts are currently unknown. Now, some of the accusers did speak extensively on the story, claiming that these accounts of alleged abuse have been common knowledge in the Bronx River community and beyond since the early 80s, including among many of Bambada's closest friends and Zulu soldiers. They tell all a decades-long cover-up by the Zulu Nation and a hidden network of victims whose lives were allegedly haunted by death threats, suicides, drug abuse, and violence. Now, beneath the disturbing headlines, two questions remain. How could the Zulu Nation have known about this for years, as the accusers and others claim, yet never done anything to stop it? And also, how did Bambada, a man universally held for decades as a musical pioneer and community hero, managed to evade public scrutiny for more than 30 years. Now, this is definitely crazy, man. Um, it's, it's super sad that he actually went out that particular way. And also being one of the legends of hip hop, man. I mean, that's definitely not a good look. Like, not at all, man. So y'all let me know how y'all feel about this, man. How do y'all feel about Africa Bambada? Are y'all going to cancel him? Are y'all going to stop the potty rock? Are y'all not going to play his Planet Rock song no more. Because nobody's talking about canceling Africa Bambada. Even though he's not really relevant anymore. Um, he is one of the legends of hip-hop. So I definitely want to get y'all opinion on this, man. Y'all let me know how y'all feel about this. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to my podcast show, man. Available on iHeartRadio, Anchor, and more. 